I don't like slippers. My Wait, feet, what? My feet get like colder with slippers. What? No, what? I know it's weird. I know. What it's about weird. if you get like a my, brand new fluffy pair of slippers? So, so if I'm like my foot's like enclosed and I'm just sitting still, like my feet kind of get clammy and sweaty and then they get cold. But if there's just like socks and sandals, they can kind of there's like air airflow. What and if they you wear socks and slippers? Because then the socks wick away the moisture from your feet that cool you down. Yeah, keep you that's warm pro- that's a better option, but still, I prefer my my oh sandals. God. What about like the combo slipper sandal, where What's it's that? like a flip flop, but it's fuzzy. I could do fuzzy oh. flip flops. <laughs> <laughs> know what you know what we're getting you for Christmas. <laughs> I'd be okay with fuzzy flip flops. Um, uh, well, everyone, welcome to Rough Around the Hedges podcast. I'm Kaylin. I'm Adam. And I'm Christine. <laughs> and I think today we should just do like an update to see where we all are. Planty chat. Yeah. yeah. In terms of growing outside, in terms of growing inside, anything new that you're growing that you're excited about, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So we're about halfway through summer. So we've had our plants outside for what, two months now? Yeah, two full months now. Mm-hmm. Um, we all have stuff inside. Everything's growing. Some stuff's getting burned still. Wait, what stuff of yours is still getting burned? Oh, the fiddly figs. <laughs> Did that cutting, is that cutting alive? The one that you just trunk chopped and you potted and it lost a bunch of leaves? Technically, yes. <laughs> so it, it has, has one, one leaf. leaf. <laughs> All the other leaves fell off. I did, in a fit of rage, pull it out of the soil because I was like, are you rooting or not? And at the very end of like the foot and a half long stem that was in soil... At the very bottom where the cut was, there were like two little roots poking out. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, right damn it, I shouldn't have pulled you out. Shit. Yeah, yeah. But it was nice to know that something's happening. So like, I'm just going to keep him in my tent, see what happens. The other three smaller cuttings that I had in the tent, mm-hmm. I actually pulled those out, put them outside because they started putting out new leaves. So like... So the smaller ones are doing better faster. Did you just, t- the, did you just take cuttings and put them directly into soil? Yeah. I'm yeah. nodding as like you guys can, you can hear me nod, right? Yeah. yeah. You guys can all hear Kaylin nodding, right? Okay. <laughs> and she's nodding again. <laughs> um, no, because you kind of inspired me to try. We had this like 12 foot tall fiddly fig at, High, at Highland um, at the nursery where I work. And um, it just had been sitting for a really long time and getting taller and taller in our greenhouse. And nobody wants to really buy. Like it's hard to find a buyer for like a 12 foot tall fig tree. Right. So I just was like, you know what? Kaylin chopped hers. I'm just going to trunk chop. And now it's like, it's leafing back out. Like the stump is... How far down did you cut it? I cut it. So it was, it had like a a solid four or so feet of just empty stem between the soil line and the first branch. So I literally cut it underneath the the bottom branch. And it's just like, it was just like a stump. So maybe like two Did you do anything with the top cutting? I, I basically just made all the top cuttings... Because there were like multiple branches up there. So I like made them all short enough. So it was just like a tuft of leaves at the top of an empty piece of stem. And I put those in water, but they didn't root. Mm. So then I put them in, like I put rooting hormone and I put them in soil. And that's where they are now. So we'll see if they do anything. Nice. But. um, They usually get worse before, they look, they look worse before they get better. Okay. Oh, that's good to know. If you have them in the right conditions, you know, I did it outside. Yeah. Last summer and it just work just fine they're just in like you a just warm have to not have high expectations and it'll happen right. i have very 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 low expectations for those cuttings Perfect. they're gonna do so <laughs> I, great i mostly was just like concerned about the the root system and the the stump i wanted it to sprout so we could at least sell the thing in the pot that it came in mm-hmm. um and it's like it's fully fully leafing back out and it's gonna look like a nice little properly sized like more approachable <laughs> more approachable yeah for the leaf nice my mother plant that I chopped down, um, it already had two branches from a previous chop last year. And so I have two growth points on one of those and three growth points on the other. And they're putting out the baby leaves and they're, it's coming back. It's doing great. It's been a while since I've like done any work with fiddly fig. Cause like, it's been a while since I've grown that plant in my collection. Um, and this is like another idea. Do you need one? I have four. No, I don't need one. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, I've, oops, that's my phone going off. Adam. I know, I forgot. Um, but no, it's been a while and I kind of 
want to do an episode at some point to you guys about like plants that we've grown in the past and no longer grow i don't know because i don't know if that's a thing for you guys but it is for me oh, oh yeah. for sure like think back look through your camera roll and like talk about plants that you mm-hmm. used to grow and like maybe traded or sold or killed Just i killed. love old photos of yeah. my plant collection <laughs> yeah it's I so think... charming i'm like wow look i had a pakira aquatica i know because I was, <laughs> I was just doing that with dowlet like we went through my um archive through all my old stories and i posted a lot in my stories and he was like oh my gosh i've never seen any of this stuff and your house looks totally different and like your plant room because i totally made over my plant room at one point mm. um so and like even the outdoor setup has changed over the years, starting with the the greenhouse that used to be mine is now Kaylin's, obviously gone, um, and all of that. So, but how about you, Christine? How how has like anything outside or any growth updates? Oh, yeah. tell us about your taniki. Yeah, I was gonna say, <clears throat> I back in our putting plants outside episode, I talked about my taniki a lot and how I like to put it outside because it just goes crazy. I it's grown probably at least a foot on the it's so it's got my taniki is actually a combo of taniki and ruby it's so it's got three tanikis and three rubies in it Mm. the rubies have always been very small and i think at this point the tanikis are getting too big and overshadowing them and they're not getting enough light to grow so at some point i'll probably pull that out and make them individual pots again but the tanikis have each grown probably at least a foot and leaves are getting to be about 12 inches long, six inches wide. Like they're getting what? massive, like, uh, we're going to need, we're gonna need to see photos. 12 yeah. inch long. I might, be a, I might be a little exaggerating on 12. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about my Clemenciorium, that's but, 12 inches long. So maybe more like eight to 10 inches okay. long. That's still, but the, still they're, they're big. They're, tr- they're sizing up. Yeah. Okay. They're getting real big and beautiful, beautiful colors on them. My, that, so that's a plan that I'm always going to be like, go outside cause you're going to love it. Hmm. And now I've been talking to Kaylin of like how it's going to need its own Soltec. grow tent. Well, it already had one, but while that's been outside this summer, I've put plants in that spot thinking, uh, oh, well, the taniki will fit in once I bring them back in. Uh-huh. But then like my biliate has become a monster okay. like overnight and is literally hogging three Soltec lights to itself, basically. So it's going to have to get its own location once it comes back inside. So that one's been doing great. Uh, my Jose Bono has decided to be a nice plant overnight too. <laughs> like for months, it's been looking like your regular, uh, like a normal self-heading green philodendron, right? Like it just didn't look like a Jose Bono. And then you told me to put it in soil to try and get better variegation. I did. It finally started giving me variegation, which is cool. And then overnight, literally now new leaves are coming in like, your Jose Bono looking leaves, big, fat, long leaves. So that's probably going to get a top cut at some point so that I yeah. can actually have a Jose Bono and not some weird looking green plant. Green. Jose. Weird looking green plant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. Well, that, well, this way I can be like, this isn't actually a Jose Bono. Because in the past, mm. when I tell people that's a Jose Bono, they'd be like, well, no, Lies. it doesn't I, look like I want to use that term to like describe plants we don't have an ID for. Because we get a lot of things that are like assorted. And people, you know, like a sorted collection. Oh, of, yeah. sorted foliage. Yeah, Green and foliage. so from just different growers that right. that don't feel like labeling or don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really want to use just weird looking green plant and just put it on a little stake and just put it in the plant. Yep. So people don't ask me what it is. <laughs> it's a weird looking green plant. And yeah. they'll be like, that's a bullshit answer. And then they'll look at the tag and it'll say, weird looking <laughs> green plant. And they'll be like, hmm. Yeah. Weird looking is the genus and green plant is the species. Yep. Weirdo, <laughs> um, greeno, planto. <laughs> no, my uh, my Jose Bono <clears throat> is um, like is doing crazy things too, mm-hmm. but it like it's not as uniform and like not uniform. That's not the word. It's more it's more like it's not as even as my previous ones that I've grown in previous growing seasons outside. Oh. It's sizing up rapidly yeah. and it's producing some really beautiful foliage. But the things like. It was on a pole and it, all the leaves were facing the same direction. And then I put it in my greenhouse and it just started turn like the vine just like jumped off the pole and started turning this way. But it's like the trunk of the vine is so thick that I can't control it anymore. Right. So I'm like, okay, if you want to grow that way, I literally can't stop you. <laughs> so I'm just going to let it size up for a while and then I'll take a top cut 
and start it over and get it situated on a, the bottom of a new pole. That's kind of where I'm at. Our plants are going to get so big someday that like people are going to come in and they're literally just have taken over our houses and we're just I, living in the middle of I know them. That's, <laughs> we'll have 50 Soltex in 20 years. Yeah. yeah. Just like, what is that? Two and a half Soltex per year? <laughs> Basically. I mean, yeah, I guess that's my average. <laughs> Not uh, Soltex comes sponsor sponsors. <laughs> yeah. No, I really want one because, I mean, that's why I kind of had to get rid of my ruby because I was like, it you, was oh, so Your ruby was the one that I was I obsessed over it. Yeah, it was so it was so beautiful. I put it outside mm-hmm. and it just like changed my world. Mm-hmm. I was going to take a top cut of my ruby because one stalk's getting too big uh, to like balance out the pot. So you could, I could try growing it again. But the, again. Point, the point is I had to give it away because I gave it to uh, like a, an extended family member of mine. And because they have like uh, a place with really big, like south windows without a lot of other plants that are crowding it up, like mine. Do you get to visit it? Uh, not very often. But I like was I helped a lot with care in the beginning for them and like texted back and forth. But it's in a better place for sure because it was like <laughs> it was the end of the summer and I was like, I really this. They were like, we want to, we got a new house and like. We need plants. And I was like, you know what? If you got this giant window, like you should take this beautiful tree because it's just going to be so much happier there than... How tall was it when you got rid of it? It was pretty tall. Like four feet? Yeah. It was like oh, wow. five feet, four. six feet. I don't think I've ever saw it before you got rid of it. Yeah. I don't remember it being that tall. That's it wasn't that tall. I don't. I mean, it's probably because, Kaylin, you have a few ficus elastica outside that I think are probably bigger mm-hmm. than it was. But it was just really beautiful. And I was like... The only way that this would work inside is with its own, like, with its own Soltec. Like, with its right. own bright, grow like, pendant grow light right mm-hmm. above it or something. I have four of them in my plant room in a row. And I stack my ficus in there for the winter. And then in between the little cracks where it's, like, less, it's, like, 400-foot candles. That's where I put my self-heading philodendrons, like, my Prince of Orange and my Moonlight and my Rojo Congo. Mm-hmm. So it fills out into, like, a, this nice little plant wall. Mm-hmm. But then I'm, like... I need another light. I need two more lights to fill out that wall. They have a sale or something, so you got to get it. Oh, yeah. Um, the Soltec lights, they're fairly expensive for one light, but you wait till they go 25% off and you get them for 150 bucks. Don't pay full price. Yeah. Right. You can always find a coupon code. But they're, I mean, they are worth it, too. They're if beautiful. you think about the output and they, they do put really great. and they are very aesthetically pleasing and they, they think about everything when they make those right. lights. I feel like they're mm-hmm. well constructed And lights. I love the warm light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're really well constructed. It's and not purple. It's not like a bright blue no, it's, light. No, it's a pleasant it's, yeah. museum quality. They're not, it's not like gambling with like Amazon grow lights. Because right. oh Amazon God. grow that lights is a gamble. Are, are totally a gamble because you're like, I've never heard of this company and you know yeah. what, your description sounds interesting, but and there's a lot you know, of like... Dear listeners, it could be an amazing grow panel like the one that Adam found yeah. where it's super fucking strong. Yeah. Or it could be like those shitty little gooseneck purple lights. That, that I just started that with. I also have, yeah. That we all trash. started with. Like. I learned about grow lights before I ended up buying any of those, but they are trash. And if they're not three inches above your foliage, they're not doing a damn thing. They kind of, I mean, like I said, I keep mine around for the winter just for supplemental lighting. Yeah. But other than that, that's about it. But you're, you're also not giving them to, you know, one plant in the middle of a room getting no other light. Ten feet away like, from Why isn't my plant yeah. growing? It's a shitty light. There are just better options. Yeah. There just are. Um, I mean, those things, I mean, if you've got nothing else, they're better than nothing. But they're next to nothing. Yeah. Con- consider upgrading as yeah. soon as you can. And yeah. also, you know, if you're looking to get a cheap grow light, just throw that idea out the window. There's no such thing as a good cheap grow light. You buy a cheap grow light. I beg to differ. Sorry. <laughs> there might be. Like, I have, I, because in my small cabinet upstairs, they, I have those, they're super thin. It's basically just metal with LED diodes on them. I have the same kind of thing. And, and it's super lightweight. Super lightweight, super thin. They mount really easily and they put out 800 foot candles. Yeah. I have like 12 by 12, these little 12 by 12 panels that yep. were like 1999. Yep. And they've, I mean, they, they're not super bright, but they work because I'm just using them to propagate some little succulents right. in my living room right now. I just stuck them on the bottom of a, a little... Your terrarium. My terrarium. Uh, exactly. I stuck them on the bottom of my terrarium and they work to propagate yep. stuff and they've lasted longer than I expected them to because I've had them for like probably going on three years. So like for 1999, they were They're worth... Good. They were worthwhile. Yeah, they were great. Um, but you also could have gotten garbage too for that could've. price. I and totally there's no could've. way to yeah. know. Oh yeah, yeah, I had no so clue. You are taking Gamble, but there are 
there are some options that are definitely more affordable. But I want to circle. Good luck back, finding them. I yes. want to circle back to link it all. Um, the plant updates. Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> that was an update. Yeah, that really. was kind of an update, and then it was like a grow light tangent. It's fine. <laughs> but I want to talk to you guys about my. Um, I have to tell you about my epiphyllum. Uh, Queen of the Night, like oh. Night Blooming Cereus. Oh, yeah, the one that lived on top of the washing machine. Yeah, the one that was on top of my washing machine all winter. It got the entire east-facing window all to itself. <laughs> it's not a very big east-facing window. No, it's not, but it still was a window just for that mm. plant. It's like um, your standard single pane. Not single pane, single... It's pretty small. Like, it's smaller than a typical... I don't even know how you discuss... Like, I don't know how to discuss and describe standard windows. Maybe two feet right. wide at best. Yeah, that sounds about right. And probably three to four feet tall. Mm -hmm. And then right in front of it is all the laundry machines. What? Your laundry. Yeah, it lived, laundry on, top of the, it lived yeah. on top of the laundry. And yeah, the, that was the, your plant stand. The washer, very expensive plant stand. The washer vibrates a lot when it is in the spin cycle. Maybe it simulates <laughs> growth. Yeah. It's, and like, like, it's a wind. Well, I was I put it in a really heavy pot because I was worried that like it was just going to rattle and just fall right off the top. Here's a new thought. Put your fiddly figs on top of your washers to stimulate the Whoa. wind. Instead of shaking the branches, you can just turn the washing machine. Yeah. I just think of shake weights. <laughs> Anytime anyone's like, shake your fiddly fig. Yeah. You look ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, um, but anyways, so that cactus, that orchid cactus is like, it's just so gorgeous. I need to take a photo with it because it's exploded and it's on a super tall trellis, like a three mm -hmm. foot trellis. And then these couple of stalks went flying way higher than the trellis, but then they started filling out because I don't know if you guys know how they grow, but it's like, like a Hoya, a really long, yes, like a long stem or tendril comes flying out yeah. and then like, it's flying out yeah like flying like like literally f not literally flying but it's growing quickly yeah and um and then once it gets kind of tall and it's getting plenty of light it will start growing these like flat stem leaves because i don't think it actually has any leaves it's all stems like technically oh. the things that you see yep. that are flat are just like flat stems mm-hmm but it grew so tall over the top of the trellis and then it started filling out way up there. And well, it started filling out everywhere, but the tall ones just got so heavy that I watered it one time and it sucked up a bunch of water and they both just snapped off. Whoops. And so now I have propagations <laughs> of it, but where I cut it is already just like, there's like 10 sprouts coming out of it. So it's just a gorgeous, like glossy looking orchid cactus. And where is it living now? It's in my greenhouse. Okay. Yeah. It's in the greenhouse outside. And I put it in a much bigger um, pot before I moved it outside. Um, actually, what maybe before I went to Peru, was it in a big, big pot? Terracotta? When you guys, yeah. Yes. Terracotta when you guys yep. were taking care of it. Yeah. No. Cause it was in like a six inch plastic pot before it was in that. It was in the big terracotta. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that has been a really cool one and my begonia my begonia maculata though coming back polka dot begonia it's not coming back oh. it is back i it had is, to think about it for a second I'm like, it is pumping out glossy leaves and blooming nice yeah is it, it tall yet it's tall one of the stock like tall uh, as before not quite as tall as before but close one of the the tallest stock is probably close to where it was the last time i chopped Four it feet Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's really grown back. Do you guys remember oh. when I? Yes. When it was just bald after I oh. cut it? Oh yeah. It was like I cut well, it. Well, I took care of it in your kitchen for six weeks. Yeah. Oh, it was tall then. Wasn't it was it? decent. Yeah, it was at that yeah. point. Super bald. Um. Yeah, I don't even remember when it was that I cut that. But anyways, it's coming back for like the third time since I like totally chopped it back. And that's the life. beautiful thing I love about begonias. They only get better if you chop them back. That's kind of if true. you turn around and look over your right shoulder, you'll see my pink minx, angel wing begonia. He was looking like shit. So I <laughs> cut them all back, propped all the top cuts, and all the top cuts made beautiful little baby plants. And I was like, why am I selling these? I want to keep them all. <laughs> but he's coming back, and he's going to have more growth points than before, and he's going to be so pretty. Yeah, that is a nice thing about begonias. Um but otherwise, what about propagations, you guys? Have either of you been doing, like, it sounds like Kaylee... Don't talk to me about propagations. What? Well, I mean... <laughs> we gotta about, talk about something. I have 15 Pilea peperomioides. <laughs> I have 25 to 30 pothos. I have at least 10 rios. I'm chopping... I chopped up the brevimos. I'm gonna have a bunch of those. I have a bunch of other begonias. All my plants are getting too big, so I'm cutting them up and propping them, and oh my god, <laughs> it never ends. I was supposed to have 100 plants, and I probably still have 200 plants just with all the stupid propagations I made. So please buy my plants. Get these out of my house. <laughs> please hold me back from myself. 
I haven't been propping a whole lot right now. Spring is usually when I do my big propagation stuff. I've been my stuff is also getting ju huge and stuff. But I'm just kind of where's it going to go when it I'm comes going, inside? I'm kind of dealing well. Kind of going back, my Taniki and my Jose Bone are pretty much the only things that are really going off outside right now. Everything else has just kind of been doing the same thing it's already been doing. So either I'm providing perfect environment inside that they're not necessarily getting bigger outside, or maybe they just want to be happier inside. I don't know. Maybe it's the heat. It might be the heat. Maybe too, things certain things just bit. don't tolerate like extreme heat <clears throat> as well as other things. Yeah, I will. My Hoya Snowflake has also been going crazy with growth. But, I mean, that's a Hoya, mm -hmm. and it's on a circle trellis. It will yeah. stay small. Uh, so, I mean, really for propagations, I've got... I did uh, completely chop up my mother plant, uh, my Vitilinoides, the other day. Nice. Um, it was getting kind of... I think it was drying out. It, sorry. It was getting to the point where the pot was way too small for it, and so the leaves were starting to look pretty thirsty all the time, and I was getting worried about dry rot. So I opened it up. There was a lot of rot, so I just cut the whole thing up. Started over. We're gonna see what happens. Wait, was it in Lecca? Lecca. Yeah. Okay. So I the three original points are now in soil. We're gonna see what happens. Okay. And then I've got literally like fifty leaves sitting in water Heck to yeah. see what happens. That's gonna be insane. Yeah. Well, I don't know what I'm gonna do with them afterwards. <laughs> um, but there's that going, and then I cut up my Syngonium aurea, and those have been rooting. And other than that, that's kind of the only props I've got going right now. Besides, a, I mean a ton of alocasia corms, but I don't always consider those props, I guess. They're more experiments whether or not they're going to happen or not. Uh, yeah. Corms are experiments. I don't know. Like, I shouldn't say that it's an experiment because I've had very good success sprouting corms, but okay. people seem to have trouble with it. So in my brain, I don't see them as props. I just see them as a thing that's happened. Right. Yeah, they're not plants yet. They're just they're possibilities. Just there until the plant is there. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, this is my jar of possibilities. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. I have a couple of jars of possibilities in my kitchen window. <laughs> well, and it's so weird with the alocasia like corms because sometimes a corm will sprout in like two weeks. Yeah. Sometimes it's four months. Mm -hmm. So that's where I'm like, I don't see them as props. I just see them as when they happen, they happen and we'll go from there. Yeah. I think some of my Hoyas inside, like inside my plant room seem to be doing better. It's more temperature controlled in mm -hmm. there. It gets warm during the day, but it's close enough to the main air conditioning unit that it doesn't like spike yeah. when it gets hot, obviously, because it's inside. Um, I think the Hoyas, or like some of the plants in that, and then also same with my Monstera borsigiana. Like I put an Aurea outside and I, I kept the elbow inside. The elbow is absolutely growing faster than the aurea that's outside in my um, greenhouse. Hmm. I had a similar experience with my first summer in the greenhouse where I was just like, you guys don't really, like Christine said, like they grow just as fast as they did inside. So like, what's, what's up with my conditions? And I have different experience now. So like for me, it was instead of having a 40% shade cloth, having a 50% shade cloth, mm -hmm. I'm seeing growth and then having the two fans out there and keeping the vents open all the time. That's really all I can think of as to what was different in those spaces, but everything in the greenhouse is just going nuts. Yeah, maybe it, the Aurea might just need to be up-potted. But mm. yeah, there are certain things. And then for Hoyas that I have outside, like my Sulawesi seems to be doing really well. Like it's just completely covering a trellis. And, oh, nice. But some of the other Hoyas are kind of just going slow outside. But the ones I have in my south window in my plant room are like kind of exploding with oh, nice. growth. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so it's been kind of an interesting like summer in terms of figuring out what's going to do really well outside like that begonia, right. polka dot begonia, the Jose Bono does really well outside. My Florida ghost is like put it producing some really big leaves, Oh, nice. Um, which is fun to see because those leaves, the mature leaves on the Florida philodendrons are so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I will say the <clears throat> six, nine, six, eight, six that I got from you also has been, Wow. <clears throat> excuse me, has been doing really well outside. It hasn't, like, gotten long, but the leaves have gotten real nice and long. Nice. So. Nice. Sorry, it hasn't gotten tall. I realize now that I just said long and long. It hasn't gotten tall, but the leaves are getting really long. 
The 69686? Mm-hmm. Mm. And that's another fun one as it matures. It gets yeah. just really cool-shaped leaves. You know, I was thinking about uh, 69696 the other day, and I was really <laughs> getting into it. So <laughs> How many times can we say 69686? So, that 10 times fast. 69686, um, you know, uh, 86 is like the term to like get rid of something, Trash right? something, yeah. Yeah, so what if we 86 the middle six, and then the plant is just 69? That was that was a Kaylin joke to all of our listeners. Well, that'd be sixty nine eighty six. No, 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 because you eighty six the six. Yeah, but you but still then have you the keep 86. the sixty nine. <laughs> no. What if we hybridize the six nine six eight six with the longleaf philodendron that is currently blooming at my house? The um, that super long boy. Long boy. Yeah, that? I don't know what it is. I th- people have told me that it's the fat fat boy philodendron. Are they that? I don't think it's the those fat leaves though maybe we should just call it the long boy it's i'm long gonna call boy. it the long boy b-o-y b-o-i boy long yeah. boy you yeah have to say it b-o-i it has to be b-o-i boy <laughs> yeah no it's that one is blooming for the first time it's at the top of its pole i'm not looking forward to that's one thing that i'm just not looking forward to it needs my assistance at this point because it's on a moss pole that's like three years old and that it's rusting and like the moss is gross mm-hmm. so i'm gonna have to like and I want it to keep growing taller, though. Right. Without extending, because I can't extend the pole on top of that old Just nasty. Just give, give up on the moss pole and do a stick. <laughs> but you can't extend a stick very... Oh, yes, you can, because you can just oh take my God. it out. You would you like to a... go see all my sticks I've extended? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> <laughs> you um, just... You take your stick, and you take another stick, and you overlap oh, portions you overlap of the it. stick, and then you either tie or clip... A couple sections where the two st- or two stakes are overlapping, and that will secure it. And then oh. you can just whoa! I wouldn't have thought. I thought you say, meant I just like just pull it out and pull put out and put a taller in. one in. Oh, here, no, no, no. Kaylin, Kaylin runs out of stakes a lot. <laughs> I go to Gertens and I <clears throat> pick them up anytime. Yeah, and I'm like, ah, oh, yes. Here's, I, here's a four foot stake. Here, let me get five of these. I'm not gonna give up on moss poles. Oh, I'm just not gonna give up on moss poles. They're so kind of on a moss pole kick right now too. No, you guys. They're just fun. for me. I can't keep them wet. But you don't have to keep them wet. Well, then I'm going to use a steak. But there's just like, just like a wider surface is just nice to have sometimes than a steak. Because things tend to just like fall off of the steak pretty. Like it doesn't actually support. Well, I have plant ties. I tie them to the steak. Okay. Yeah. I make it work with steaks. I'm I'm a steaker, not a moss puller. Yeah. Steaks are great. Like medium rare. Sometimes if they're really like. (laughs) I like to order it rare because you know they're going to overcook it. Ooh, I don't order it rare. Oh, yeah. It's still going to come medium rare. I've hardly ever gotten a rare steak when I order rare. Except once, and I was like, huh, I did this, didn't I? This took a really f- rapid turn, and it was is my that, fault. Yeah, I'll, I'll go back. Is <laughs> is it only really the self-heading philodendrons that flower? Oh, no, they all do, because all of mine are doing it now. Well, because, like, I don't, so I don't really have any self-heading philodendrons. Would you like to see mine? Except for maybe the, I mean, is the Jose Bono considered a self-header, or is it eventually vine? Mm, it's it's middle ground. I would, uh, no, I would, I would, I think I was, Jose Bono is going to have a really hard time trailing. Yeah. Out of a pot, like if it's up high. Yeah. Um, but it also can scramble kind of across horizontally across right. spaces. So I have that and I have my ring of fire. But other than that, like my Florida ghost, uh, 69686, Flor- uh, glad hands. Are those ever going to flower? Yes. Okay. I'll go show you them and they're in the greenhouse. Okay. They can flower. My yeah. 69686 flowered. My squamies flowering. Mm-hmm. I must be doing something wrong then um, if they're not flowering. They, I mean, it's a maturity thing. You have to have them for a couple years before they start doing anything. That's at you, true. Florida ghost. Yeah. I've had it for two years now, but it's just finally starting to look like an actual Florida but, ghost, so but it's getting there. You don't really need your philodendrons to I don't flower. need them to, but everyone's like, look at this inflow, and I'm like, I've never had no, an inflow. No, Christine, Christine, it's been flowering since March. Stop. <laughs> stop, Moonlight. Stop. It always has like four at one time. Yeah. They're I'm pretty because they're pink, but like, oh my God, give up already. Yeah, certain <laughs> plants that just bloom, bloom a lot. Like a lot of aerites, just their blooms are not very exciting. Allocation. Well, you know, uh, September's coming up, so all of our allocation are going to start to bloom soon. They've already started for me. Uh, my Tandarusa was like, I'm going to put out an inflorescence. I'm like, bitch, give me another leaf. You only have two. My Tandarusa hasn't flowered, but my Quilted Dreams has started flowering. The Chantraria I started flowering. Uh, is there something weird happening on my Chantraria now? It might be a flower. I'll never say that name right. Chantraria. I just call it Chanty because I'm always going to say it wrong. I don't even, I'm not even sure I know what that looks like. It's an uh, It's called the Black African Mask. So oh. it kind of looks like a poly 
okay. the leaves do get way fatter. Okay. And like super long. I think I know what that is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how about like plant projects? Do you guys have like any big projects that you are doing or need to do? I just repotted my bird of paradise. It was in, oh God, it was on a big pot. It was and huge. It started drying out faster. So I was like, all right, let's, let's up pot this. So I got a bigger plastic pot and Brandon helped me the other day. And we're just like digging at these roots. And I was like, why did I just clip my nails? I'm, I'm, I'm chewing away at the tips of my fingers trying to unloosen this root ball. But I put it in a new pot and it's out in the back. And the plant doesn't have any more leaves right now than it did when I repotted it. But it just looks huge mm-hmm. because it got a bigger pot. So it's up slightly higher and it just looks extra wide. And I'm like, where the fuck are you going to go when you have to come inside for <laughs> the winter? Say, that thing is going to be close to hitting your ceiling when it comes in. Yeah, I mean, some of those megaflora plants that I'm like... Do I even want to grow this in my collection? That's why when you offer me like a fiddle leaf fig, I'm just thinking long term and I'm like... That you can cut those back. Where the hell am I going to prop... Like, where am I going to cut a bird of paradise? Yeah, you can't. Right? You can't. I mean, I, mean can, I, could cut, I could cut the roots back and I could cut a bunch of foliage off. Couldn't you just chop it? Like, couldn't you just straight up chop it and it that would just... Was what, I think that is my only option. Yeah, you could just... Because it's never put out any pups. Hmm. So, you know... I'm yeah, like, you could just chop it. I bet it'll just grow back from the central yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure about that. But you but. know, that would break my heart, my cold black heart, <laughs> mm-hmm. to have to take that beautiful plant and just, we'd probably have to do, like, uh, we have a we have a handsaw, and we'd have to probably do it with that, because it's, yeah. it's a chunky, yeah, you would saw chunky it. middle we boy. Do, we do that with, um, like, banana banana trees oh, yeah. at the nursery. We just cut them all the way back. Mm. Um, I th- I'm not sure if we've done it with Bird of Paradise. A lot of the Bird of Paradise that we get are... Not just like, I think there's a couple different forms of the Strelitzia and mm-hmm. like there's a white bird and an orange bird. Orange bird. Yeah. But they're, and they have different leaf shapes. And some of them that we get are like, like bunches of plants in a single pot. Mm-hmm. And then some of them that we get are like that single plant with larger leaves in a single pot. And I think the white birds are like the single plant with the larger leaves. But, um, yeah, we do cut back just regular banana palms and then they sprout back up from the central point. Um, but how about you? Do you have any like plant projects that you need to do or that you're thinking of doing? It's hard to think about them unless I'm staring at my plants and then I'm like, oh shit, I gotta do that. I gotta do that. I gotta do that. So no. Okay. (laughs) So right now I'm living in bliss of, no, I don't have anything I have to do right now until I go home and look at stuff. Yeah. I'm dealing with some spider mites I found in a couple places. I did, I ordered some beneficial bugs. Some Californicus. Those little shits did a fantastic job. Um, I'm ordering some sachets to work on my continuous prevention. Because that's what happened. Is I was really good this spring to prevent my spider mites. And I was like, all right, it's summer. Everyone's going outside. I don't need to worry about this. And the spider mites were like, you need to worry about this. And they just... <laughs> mm-hmm. That's how they sound. Appeared too. in three different... That's exactly how they sound. I've heard them. <laughs> <laughs> they talk to you, Adam. <laughs> oh, no. Um, well, we're trying... I, I got... Um, a sample from that um, Sierra Natural Science SNS 209. Um, oh, yes. I got a, them to send a bunch of samples to our nursery. Oh. And so we're trying out some of those natural products in the greenhouse now. What and kind of natural products? They're like um, rosmeric acid primarily. Yes. SNS 209 is a rosemary extract. Yeah, yeah but gotcha. they have a whole line of products that come from like botanicals, basically. So it's like plant-based um, pesticide. Yeah. It's a systemic that actually works against spider mites, yeah. which is really nice. I've been using it for a few months now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I and I brought a few packets home to try out on my own collection. So that's something new that's been happening. I will say I'm, with that, do you know how long of a supply you have with those packets? I think it said like one packet can make like five gallons. Oh, okay, good. So of of treatment, so I can treat my plants a few times and just yeah, because I would say it does take some time for you to notice mm-hmm. any kind of yeah i think it's it said like longer. five waterings mm-hmm. they recommend he was recommending like or like two weeks of use yep. before it really starts seeping into the plant tissue or like being absorbed yeah but so that's going on but i i have a few projects like um some of the hoya trellises that have been in lecca for a really long time are are rotting mm-hmm. and those i just have to cut all the way back and i'm gonna i'm gonna discard the root system and just grow them from cuttings again my large latifolia latifolia alba marginata yep 
and um, the other latifolia, just the all green one. Mm -hmm. Those are both still in LECA on trellises and I'm ready to just like be done with those. All the other Hoyas that, like my Hoya Lisa that I chopped back, that one's rooted out. I've been propagating a ton of stuff. Um, I don't even know, like a ton of different Hoya. Like I cut some strands off of that Croniana, this bright silver one. Bright silver? Super silver. Super silver. Super silver. Super, super silver. Which may be technically Lacanosa. Lacanosa. I don't know. Yeah. It's um, uh, Yeah, and I'm doing a plant trade on Tuesday. A couple different trades with different people. Locally? No, and nationally. Oh, so you're mailing some shit? Yeah, mailing some shit. We'll see how, it, we'll see how that goes. I'm almost hesitant to like disclose exactly what i got right at this point because i don't have it yet right you know and it don't jinx it yeah i don't want to jinx it yeah. so now that you've stimulated my brain a bit now i'm thinking of like okay so like my hoya india is outgrowing its trellis i need to think of something different or i think my sarawak is due for an up pot and my dragon scale definitely is due for a dump pot so that's project what I do we do on. when our hoyas outgrow their trellis if you're doing the tall ones a circle one or is that is, the, is my sunrise not outgrown that yet? Oh, <laughs> no, see, that's, I mean, yeah, that's kind of either my flaw. I don't know if that's a flaw or a benefit of a circle trellis is that I just keep shoving them on in a circle. <laughs> my, okay, my poop It's calyx, going to fall over. It, it literally reminds me, I just watched that movie Everywhere, Everything, All at Once, yeah. and the bagel. The, the, no, the, is it a bagel? It's a donut. I haven't seen that one yet. I, I do need to see it. It's, it was really good, but, um... But my that's, what the, that's what the circle was, trellis looks like when it's just overflowing with Hoya. Yeah, my pubicalyx was like m dense in a circle. Like I just kept wrapping it around and around and around. I, I did that. That was a nice I plant. did eventually have to free it because it, once I did free it, I noticed that like a bunch of the vines had balled it off because mm -hmm. stuff was They're just suffocating themselves. Yeah. Um, and I also would worry a little bit about if it, if it did happen to get mealybugs or pests. That was get, also real, part of the reason. It can get real tricky to kind of maneuver around those If that happens, we're that taking cuttings and we're throwing it away. Yeah. yeah. That, <laughs> I'm that, not going to deal with it. Well, the my again, that was another reason why I took it, the pubicalyx off of the circle trellises because I was noticing a lot of mealies that I was missing underneath the leaves that were all on top of each other. So I laid it all out, put it on a big, tall trellis instead. And it's been outside all summer. And at this point, all the mealies are gone because other bugs have been eating them. Good, good. Uh, but now I got to decide, now what am I going to do? I kind of want to either just let it hang or maybe cut it all which, back. Which and is this a pubicalis? Yep. Okay. Uh, pink silver now that I know, because it finally bloomed on me. So I know that it's the pink silver oh. cultivar. Uh, but it's so big. It's just massive. And I'm really debating. Actually, I'm debating this on a lot of my Hoyas where I'm just going to get rid of the mother plants, like sell off the mother plants and just start over. That's with between uh, my that's, such a, that's such a freeing thing to do is yeah. like um, just keep a small cutting. Like when it, that's what I did with that huge philodendron quercifolium. Mm. And I'm doing that with my dragon scale. Yeah. It's like, wow, somebody else is just going to appreciate this so much more and I can just keep i still have this plant in my collection right. like I st i'm still going to be growing it and i know exactly i can i can even make adjustments now and make it maybe even a better specimen because i've grown it before and so i'm going to grow it again well, well even for just me, to get some of your space back for exactly six months will be my nice. dragon scale was in like a 12 inch pot and it took up so much room and it was cool but like the plant the leaves weren't getting you know enough light because there are so many of them so i sold off all of the individual plants in that pot and i grew the corms out and i'm gonna i'm gonna keep the last corm that i haven't sold that's gonna be my new dragon scale baby yeah and i'm gonna start over from a little <laughs> guy and i'm so excited yeah it's it because is, they're so charming yeah they are they're so cute yeah i just took a bunch of corms off my dragon scale too and so we're gonna see if this they sprout in like a um but yeah it is it's a is like a it's like a liberating feeling <laughs> to be so like if anyone's looking for some Hoya mother plants, hit me up. And but hit me up because I have some too. There are, there are a couple that I just won't get rid of or I will hang on to until the day I die. But like what? Huskaliana variegata. <laughs> I will have to put that in a will probably. I'm I mean, not going to. I bequeath mean, this to kill and up close and plant. <laughs> and so that one, that one in my Wilbur Graves Russia for sure I'm holding on to. Is that, is that the right one now. that I have cuttings of? Mm -hmm. Okay. The little super round mm -hmm, silver. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh. Heirloom plants, by the time we're old people, are going to have such a new meaning. <laughs> well, not even a new meaning, but like, you know, this was my grandma's when she was a plant person back in when the pandemic started. Uh -huh. But also, like, if any of us, if we're not having kids, who are we going to pass these on to? 
<laughs> we, that, we're gonna have to make plant friends that are younger than us <laughs> yeah yeah that's gonna be a trick but i mean it can be done it can be done mm-hmm. that's our only hope no just kidding um no i think that i thought the same thing about certain like plants that i've grown like i'm never gonna i'm thinking specifically about my eyelash begonia the um i had like a huge begonia i can't remember like the uh, proper name for that plant what's uh, it look like it's like a green one it's like a wow it's a green <laughs> it's begonia a green it's a green Rex <laughs> it's a generic begonia. green plant rhizomus begonia uh with black rims i gave you pieces of it do you I still think. have it yeah wow. but okay. a tiny where, one where is it at in your house? oh i mean it wasn't the bowery was it bowery uh, mm-hmm. i had to write that down because adam gave me three begonias and i couldn't remember any of their names yes Bowery, um, Rincinifolia. It, it's and a great one. It's it's a it's Rincinifolia. And then did I give you Emerald the, Jewel? Emerald Jewel. Yeah, That's I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do I'm gonna propagate a bunch of that because I have a my mother the mother plant of that is is going off. Um, I want to give you cuttings of my begonias, but you already have them all. <laughs> <laughs> I think I gave you a bunch of my begonias, and we traded in the past. So yeah, we 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 swapped leaves. Yeah, the I'm I'm propagating the. Amber, autumn ember, begonia. So, but no, I was going to speak to your point, Christine, about like the plant that you're going to have to like bequeath to the future, (laughs) uh, to a future generation, because I thought that the same thing about this begonia, but then it just got so big that I was like, no, like it's not working anymore. I have to just take cuttings and get rid of this huge thing. Your autumn ember cuttings that I potted up while you were gone. What happened to those? Those all died. Oh, no. Because it didn't stay moist enough. I probably wasn't watering it enough. Adam and I don't care for our begonias the same way, oh, so no. yeah. I'm the they one, didn't have what it takes to survive. The begonias I'm putting into um, cocoa coir and perlite are doing better. The are you, propagations. Are you just going straight into cocoa and mm-hmm. perlite? Yeah, and I still have the heat mat going in my grow tent the in the basement. Mat? Yeah, the floor mat. It's like it's so warm in there. <laughs> In the, in the daytime with the lights, like the two grow panels, there's two grow panels and then two four foot LED LEDs. Um, and, and there's a heat mat on the floor. You keep the heat mat on during the summer? In the That's basement. Oh, in the basement. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, and I was debating turning it off cause I'm going out of town this weekend. I'm like, do I really want this much heat? Cause things will be drying out faster, right. but it also has been helping things propagate. I believe in it, there. It's going to be chillier, chillier this weekend. That's true. Thank yes. you. I feel better now. Yeah, It's going to be like in the seventies. So I think yes. you'll be fine. Yeah. yeah well, thank God. Yeah. It's we, crazy. our air conditioner at work is being stupid. So we got a smaller air conditioner that doesn't quite do the job. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't cover the quite the amount of square feet that yeah. we have. And right. so the last three days at work have just been like, ah, oh, sweatshop, literally sweatshop. <laughs> yeah. That's like, don't even talk to me, please. Well, uh, yeah. Poor Adam has to, to work outside. Like, don't even so. talk to me about and that. And Brandon has to I'm work outside. inside of a greenhouse, like greenhouse effect in full effect. Right. You could hang out with plants all day. I and Kaylin's like, myself my air conditioner is too small. <laughs> I'm not even gonna. I'm talk sitting in front of a fan. I work in a theater where they cold. We we keep it cold so that yeah. the stuff doesn't. Here, let me corrode. put on my sweatshirt. Literally, I am sitting. I wear with pants a, to work. I'm literally sitting with a blanket on some days in the theater. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it's like, so cold. I have to like take breaks. So I've been taking breaks at work and just going into the break room and like reading because they keep sending me articles about like greenhouse management and I've just been educating myself a little bit more. So I'm like doing work related self education. Right. While sitting in the air conditioning? Yeah, like take, because otherwise I literally will just, I start to, I go into not heat stroke, but it's like heat exhaustion. Exhaustion, yeah. Yeah, I start feeling really weird, like I'm hallucinating and I'm I'm like remembering conversations that I had with customers and I'm like, what did I just say to that person? Like, they had no idea what was going on anyway. (laughs) I worked outside for like 15 years and I'm just like, I'm not going back out yeah. to it i'm not doing outdoor theater again i'm not doing i used to do road construction with my dad so oh. I'm never and grave doing digging. that again and grave digging yeah never and i'm like i'm done yeah i mean the, the thing is this is a little different than grave digging um, <laughs> this is this is uh this is me like working with plants that i really really that is, love that is true um, you have that bonus. i mean maybe I christine not... was working with dead people that she really, <laughs> loved, really loved and then the thing is like it's worth it because the summer is pretty sure like this period where it's this hot is really only like two three months right and Two then, three months is the whole summer, right? And then like it's the winter, the awful, winter awful is like heat. 
the fall, the spring, and the winter in the greenhouse are I'm sure a lot really nice yeah. because it's like, wow, it's freezing outside and I get to go to work and just like be in a tropical place. So I don't know. I think of the summer as being like, okay, I can manage, um, just keep everything watered in there so it can survive and everything. But, mm -hmm. but I and keep yourself watered so you can survive. I do keep my I, I do keep myself watered. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I don't know. Like I'm trying to think of any other updates. What other things are going on in your plant collections? Or like, what's going on in the plant community? What are we doing? Oh my gosh, I keep hosting plant events. Yeah, <laughs> we had our plant swap and get together, and then um, we had a planty game night. Oh, that was fun. At that was Adam fun. Desert Pods uh, at, was it at the Desert Pod? The Desert Pod. Yeah, Adam hosted a planty game night. That was hella fun. I won. Ha ha ha. Yeah, like brutally. Like, I thought Which, I was doing like, so well. Out of nowhere. Points. Me yeah. and Adam were being so strategic. Yeah. And we I feel were, like you and Nate were just just playing the game. Oh my God. We were playing. Nate was what, just fucking around. It was so <laughs> funny. What was the plant? What was the game called? Planted. Planted. Yeah. Super yeah. fun game. Uh, yeah, I would do that. I would play that game again. But now that I know, I was. Well, so, I have a strategy now too. I was, yeah. gonna say, so. I was so convinced that I was going to win because I'm like, I'm making sure that I'm only doing these two resources, so I never have to water my plants and all these things. And and Christine had like you know eight plants in front of her, and then I, I think I just had the better points on my plants. You had the you got you stocked up on the like tools that give you the extra points at the end, mm -hmm. and I didn't think of that. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think of anything. I just was like, oh, that's a cool plant. <laughs> well, yeah, a lot of people one. were like, oh, I want that one. Give me that. Yeah. And then I got the staghorn fern right out from under Nate's feet. <laughs> to be uh, fair. Nate collects staghorns, so he was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> to, to be fair, like, the game itself has nothing to do with growing plants in it, real yeah, life. Yeah, and like no. some, of their, the, some of their care, they're like, this plant needs three fertilizers and one water and no sun? Are you yeah, kidding it me? This one, you don't need any light right? to grow? Like, or like, you know, happen? the bird of paradise was like, two suns, one water. I'm like, ugh. Yeah. And the, the carnosa was, I think, just Wax fertilizer. Plant. It so, was just fertilizer. So I feel it like... It needed nothing else. <laughs> All you gotta do is fertilize this bitch. Maybe yeah. we can make a pitch to, like, the creators of that game so that they we, they would let us come in and... I feel like they already added like, enough re, into that game for the layperson yeah. that they wouldn't it. want a specific game, but we could do our own redesign. We could, like, redesign we it. We could friends. make some house rules. Yeah, like, I, uh, we could we could graphic design some stuff, make up yeah. some rules. We could yeah. do it, like, you know, house rules of Monopoly where you land on go, you get $500, all your money goes into the middle. We'll have that version of the plant. And then when you game. land on free parking, you get it all. Uh, you, yeah. you win a plant You getaway. get like $6,000. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then like, you know, boardwalk and park place or like a greenhouse built onto your home. Yeah. So we did. So we had the swap. community plant swap, which was really quite nice. Yep. Yeah. Planty game night. Planty game night. And then we're having another happy hour at Urban Forage in Minneapolis coming up. Um, August 27th, right? Oh, so 27th. that's after the zoo event. Yep, we're going to the zoo. Which is kind of like, well, not our, plant, yeah, our plant, plant group is going yeah. to the zoo. Our plant group is also going to go to the state for a potted plant show to see our plants. When are we're you? We're also getting together at Tom's next week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's next I week. I forgot about Tom's. Jeez, there's so much happening. <laughs> I mean, without this, though, like my August social is cool. life is yeah. really, really not. Well, Adam, that... feel free when the weather cools down just a bit, host one on your patio again. Yeah, that'd be nice. Oh, we yeah. could grill, make chicken mm -hmm. patties. Yes. I'm all, I'm always open. open We're gonna grill chicken patties. I feel like I feel like I <laughs> just got a chicken yeah. patties. Yeah. Okay. Don't be bringing up chicken patties. We have them for lunch. Hey, I have some. We can have them for lunch. I'll feed you a patty for lunch. I have Success. buns this time for everyone. Wow. Wow. Been, I knew it'd come around. Derail, but hot take at the same time. Uh, so I should do all my grocery shopping at Aldi, and my Aldi has started to stock not just the chicken patties, but like the chicken fillets. Are the fillets superior? Yes. <laughs> They're more expensive, but they are just so much nicer to make chicken So you with. can bring those to the event that I host when I... <laughs> we'll do. Cool, we'll cool. Throw them on the grill. I'll bring yeah. my air fryer to yeah. uh -huh. them. Yeah, so we got all kinds of like plant community events going on. Right. That I like I need to add more things to my calendar because I don't have the I don't have Tom's event in my calendar yet. I don't have Did you get tickets for the zoo thing? I got tickets for the zoo. Dalet and I will be attending. Awesome. I haven't um, seen Dalet in like a year. I'm yeah, concerned. I know. Since the haunted house. Yeah. <laughs> that was the last time I saw him. Yeah, I know. I was like bringing him to everything and then he was like, Okay, I've met your friends. I don't want to meet I'm you. done. I, I feel weird going to like all these plant <laughs> events with you every single time. So I bring Adrian to everything. Yeah. So Yeah. Um but he he's excited for the zoo. We're both excited and um if you're local to the twin cities and you want to get in on some of this goodness let us know yeah um 
or even if you're not you. like even if you're not local like even if, if you want to make a trip yeah. to come yeah. yeah oh fuck it you can stay at my house yeah if you ever come to minnesota we probably have something planned yeah this that. this sounds weird but like i i did a lot of couch surfing and hosting for different couch surfers and i have a spare bedroom and you can come stay at my house if you visit us from out of town as long yeah. as you're not a weirdo or a creep right I stayed in there last night. You just the have to sign this piece of paper. Oh, sorry. I just talked over you. <laughs> Said I stayed in it last night. Yeah, Christine slept comfy. over. <laughs> oh, that was smart. We had a sleepover. We talked I about like, plants. <laughs> and here I was thinking I was like just being late because I had to drive here. Because you way. were late. <laughs> yeah, you were like 20 minutes late. <laughs> but I'm the only one that had to actually drive to get here. Yeah. Well, it would have been horrid for me to come down this morning yeah. from Maple Grove in the traffic. Gotcha. Um, no, I was just saying that because Kaiser, our friend Kaiser, Plants of Chicago, oh, yeah. on Instagram, um, he was saying that he's planning a trip in this fall, and I was like, oh my gosh, we probably have a plant event going on. It'd be fun to like... Or we just plan one around his trip. Right. You know, like, we can all yeah. go to Kaiser's in town. Let's go do something. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of what I was thinking too, and he was like, it'd be cool to see us, so I think we should do that, but... The um, Facebook group, they were sharing a, a little meme about a planty party bus takes you around to all the nurseries and shit that's like a thing already like it is a thing other people have it but i have legitimately looked into it because brandon's friend has a party bus company and mm -hmm. someone like tell ask justin what his prices are yeah and it would be so much cost per person to get that bus to take us around the cities to plant shops all day that i'm like no one's gonna want to pay it so i've never organized it mm. and then everyone comes in with this cool little meme and they're like i would go i would go and i was like you want to pay 50 bucks to rent this bus and then go buy plants. Uh, so yeah. like in theory sounds great. But in reality, you, it's going to be hard to make it happen. But it's like a regular party bus so that there are libations on the bus. There too? would be libations on the bus. I would and 50 free, bucks to maybe, do that. Maybe free pilea pepperomioides. <laughs> yeah, the first 15 people to sign up get a free pilea pepperomioides courtesy of me. If it was an all day fun thing, like I would probably do it. I also think I like consider what it. if we went to Down to Earth or Traverse to Sioux? Oh, so like a... Now we're like the red-headed red-headed ladies or red hat ladies. Oh, the red hat ladies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Getting in on a bus and doing our thing. No, like that's what it kind of reminded me because we just had this garden tour come through the nursery yeah. in St. Paul. and Oh, Tonka, it was at Tonkadale too. I saw mm -hmm. that. Yeah, so It was some horticultural thing. Yeah, the, well, they, they hosted the Garden Expo. Oh. I think Tonkadale hosted the Expo, but this was something different. Okay. I think it was something different. Like, it was like the Horticultural Society. No, that was, and, that was at Tonkadale, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway. And, like, it's just a bunch of baddies on a bus, like, coming through. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, uh, to, they go to all the different garden centers, and, and I was like, Let me I didn't even know that's a thing. <laughs> My brain went to like, you know, the necklaces that are like diamond, like people will have it that say like baddie or like baby or like, oh, or like daddy's bae. girl or something. And I want to like plant mom. <laughs> oh my God. I'm taking, you had me looking up those pins last night. <laughs> I'm taking that out or else we'll have we're to go to an explicit. We, we gotta, that's probably that we're make it in that a, one. An explicit. Yeah. That, <laughs> that may be a little bit beyond what I'm comfortable with. <laughs> Um, so the point is Plant mom <laughs> Plant slut No <laughs> Stop it Okay We're cutting Caitlin off Unplug the microphone You're clipping the mic Okay Okay we're clipping uh, Alright <laughs> The point is I would I would consider a party bus A plant party bus 50 might be just a little high But I don't know Depends on how many people sign up. It's all yeah. about the experience, yeah, right? It so, would be, if we could tailor the type of experience and if we could get to some of those cooler nurseries, maybe. Cool. I mean. Sponsored by Rough Around the Hedges podcast. Yeah. Ooh. That means we have to put money in. Whoa. <laughs> no, we're Whoa. organizing it. We're going to get a banner money to pay it. I say <laughs> sponsored by all these nurseries that we're going to go to. What if we got the nurseries to be like... I'm not going to give them a sponsored tag if they don't give us a discount. No, no, no. Like, what if they provided, like, a cuttings, like, some free cuttings or, like... Snacks, yes. Cuttings, snacks. no. Yeah. <laughs> snacks, yes. Cuttings, no. Or pots or something. Yeah, but, I'm like, to get people to that. sign up. Like, that's what yeah. I mean. Not not like, for you specifically. Like, not because you want or don't want cuttings, Kaylin, but, no, like... No, I'm just, I'm just saying I don't want them to give us free cuttings because the people who are going on these plant tours are already going to have anything they're going to give us free cuttings of unless we use the free cuttings to tempt people that normally wouldn't come on the plant tour but no, well, we don't want if they weren't normally going to come on the plant tour we don't want them oh, okay <laughs> like new people we want new people um i would personally bring them free cuttings from my thing and get free snacks at the nursery there you go fair enough fair enough <laughs> So maybe 
Have we, have you guys, so Kaylin, you said you've been dealing with a little bit of spider mite pressure this, yeah. this summer. That would be like an update for pests. And I still have been like finding thrips on the occasional thing. Like I found thrips on that majestic, philodendron majestic that had thrips that was in a bag on top of the dryer. Oh, yeah. It was sitting in a bag next to that huge orchid cactus because I didn't want the thrips to get out of the and bag. And you were like, don't bother treating this. I don't care. <laughs> I just don't care. But it's alive. But like, I thought I treated it, but the thrips were on the newest leaf. But it's outside, like quarantined. So I am like, fuck it. I'm just going to yeah. keep treating it. And just aphids are the bane of my existence always yeah. and forever. Really? Yes. Aphids. There's aphids all over my milkweed. Hoyas. <laughs> yeah. Asclepiod- Asclepiodoidae. Eposinaceae. I found. I'm. I'm reading about like the way. Is that, that what they're... you're gonna call milkweeds from now on <laughs> by like, their government I'm gonna, name? <laughs> I'm gonna call them Asclepiodoides because it's more fun. Is that their Christian name? That's the. That's the family. <laughs> yeah. Um. But no. Yeah, they're related to Hoyas, um, and yeah, they're covered in aphid. They've been covered with aphids since yeah. like. It was warm enough for an aphid to not freeze. Oh, speaking of aphids, after we finish recording this podcast, we're going to go baptize my Hoya Sunrise in a soap <laughs> bath. Does it have aphids? Yes. Son of a nutcracker. I, I, so we got aphids out last year when it was outside. <laughs> this year it started getting aphids. I'm like, I'm not dealing with this anymore. <laughs> Just the comparative of what you, like, son of a nutcracker versus Kaylin. <laughs> Adam knows how to be appropriate on his podcast. Kaylin does not. <laughs> bleep me out funny um no we're gonna go i have a i have a tote with water soapy in it <laughs> <laughs> so that's we're our gonna plan. go we're gonna so, we're gonna do a joint three-way baptism so, i'm gonna hold the leka someone's gonna lower it into the water while holding it and supporting the weird someone has circle to do trellis the, that's unstable and then so yeah someone has to baptize it in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit <laughs> Listeners, I did not agree to this at all. I just like I, I didn't either. I, I literally showed in. up, and then Kaylin's like, "We're doing a baptism." <laughs> and yes, it is. It's not non-denominational. I would do a non-denominational Hoya Sunrise baptism. Well, we can say like in the name of the Father, in the name of Allah, in the name of Buddha. <laughs> How about just Gaia? There you I go. don't care what we baptize it in the name of the plant. Doesn't <laughs> well, care. you were making. I'm it trying sound to kill like these fucking aphids. It <laughs> like it's it's a. It's a baptism, but it's also a uh, insecticide, genocide. Oh, genus! <laughs> oh, insecticide no. is what I meant to say. Uh, yeah, the other day I made Brandon help me because, like, it's in Lekka. If I dump the whole thing in the water, all the Lekka is going to fall out, and then I have to go fishing for the Lekka. You know so what I was you like, could do? I'm going to hold the Lekka, and then Brandon, I was like, okay, you you jostle the leaves in the water and you splash them, and I'm just sitting there holding the plant. He like takes a handful of water. Douses it over the top of the plant and goes, In the name of the Father. And he does it again. In the name <laughs> no. of the Son. And I'm just like, Try not to let all the lecca loose while I'm laughing. You could you could just use like some um, plastic wrap. Just kind of oh, wrap yeah. it. Wrap it. Or like use a Ziploc and just Ziploc the pot. But so I want to douse the whole net up. pot with the lecca in oh. the soapy water. Oh, I see what you're saying. And then I have to rinse it off afterwards. It's, okay. not, it's not that bad if I just hold it. Okay. But I well, need four or six hands. So. We're gonna have six hands baptizing this sunrise. That's the plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, post po- post recording mm-hmm. today. Yep. Jeez. And you know what? We should probably wrap it up too. Um, Christine, do you have the? Um, let's give a shout out to the people who gave us those. Okay. <laughs> Somebody. I gotta uh, find it out. I don't even know. Explain it. Yeah. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna cover some other like. Okay. We're covering a few topics that we want to cover at the end of certain episodes. We're not doing plant of the week this week, or are we? I never know. We could. We could. Um, Kaylin, do you want to do you want to tell us your plant of the week? Do you have an idea? Well, no. You should go first because we go know first. it's going to be your brevimosa. Why are you guys always assuming it's going to be my brevimosa? It's not. Because two the, two weeks no. in a row, you picked the same plant of the week. Well. I'm not, I don't even remember what I did pick last week. Well, it wasn't the Brevermosa. It wasn't. I remember specifically being like, no, it was not a Brevermosa. But, um, no, my, my plant of the week this week, I think is my Monstera elbow. My, Ooh. yeah, my white variegated Monstera borsigiana is, um, it's just cooperating. I, and that's really the thing every week. It's like, which plant is cooperating the hardest? And this week it's, it's that Monstera, um, Put out a new leaf. It's bigger than the last one, and it's brighter. And brighter? Bolder. Bolder yeah. going where no man has gone before? Yeah. Well, no. I mean, it needs, an, it needs a moss pole extension, so add that to my list of, like, plant projects that needs that still need to get done. Um, it's going to be an after Duluth thing, 
after the weekend trip. I'm going to just do a bunch of plant projects, but yeah, so probably my, my album Monstera. I know it's kind of like, it's like too basic of a choice, but it's true. It's, it's still a gorgeous, gorgeous plant. I really need to do plant of the week for each location stuff is growing in. Cause like I could have a greenhouse plant of the week an inside plant of the week and a grow tent plant of the Doesn't week. Doesn't that kind of defeat the purpose of having a plant of the week? <laughs> yeah. But like I'm staring at my plants in the living room here and I'm like, Oh, that corn plant is looking amazing. It really he is. needs a shout out. But like my regal shield is putting out his 13th leaf. So like he deserves a shout it's out. Just holding on my to crazy Orbifolia leaves. is putting out bigger leaves. that look so nice. Yeah, he that, deserves a shout out. Yeah, but then I have all the plants in the greenhouse. <sighs> Like my variegated okay, uh, this... alocasia gagiana and my <laughs> atabapoense is doing great. And that fucking begonia in my dining room window. I Ooh. don't know when they, they keep changing the name of that variegated alocasia. It's ridiculous. It's uh, ridiculous. I think I have the gagiana because of the where the sinus hits. It doesn't yeah. go all the way down to where the petiole hits the leaf. So don't roll your eyes at me. It I just, know. I feel like. I'll just say variegated alocasia. That's the truth. That's the truth. Not Friday. Oh, no, that's not my plan of the week. Um, or is he? Shit. <laughs> it is beautiful. But my painted lady why, is why also were you asking big us, Why were you asking us what medium we're growing our allocation, variegated allocation in? I was asking that. You were asking that? Because I got my odora from you. Mm-hmm. Which I a believe it's an odora, ago? but it looks so similar to that I one. think it was about a year ago, and it's just not... It's, it's in LECA, and it's okay. Uh, it just hasn't gotten really big neither has mine so i'm come out contemplating throwing it in soil and see what happens how big is when it was in lecca what was your size range you're small to big me what because mine i my variegated allocation i just pulled it out of soil because it needed an up pot but it was in a six inch pot and the plant was probably a foot and a half tall yeah so it's in a four inch pot and it's maybe this tall and leaves are only getting like this big that's interesting because mine got bigger faster in lecca Mm. I don't know. Weird. Yeah. Mm. Could be a light thing. I've had that one. So the exact, I've had clone, the mother plant of the one mm. that I gave to you was originally, it got pretty big. And when I got it, like the first year I got it, it looked really similar to Kaylin's. Mm-hmm. But then as it aged, it kind of started looking a little bit different, which was weird. I had it in a pretty big pot and I put it outside. It never got big, ba- never got that big. Right. Um, probably only ever like a foot or so tall. And the leaves never got bigger than like maybe five, six inches. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm dealing with. Um, but yeah, but I feel like the plant itself, maybe maybe soil is a good option. Yeah, but, I'll try it. I've got, or I maybe it just I've needs got, more light because it's an alocasia. Well, I mean, it was but it's growing in a, it's outside. In a shell. It's in a It's getting. I'm gonna say the variegated alocasia is my plant of the week, just for okay. easy sake. Okay. Cool. I think mine is going to be my tycon that nice. is. Finally started growing. Nice. I got it as a cutting. I threw it in Lekka to root. It rooted great throughout one new leaf while it was in Lekka. I threw it in soil because I didn't want to play that game of it growing too fast. And then the Lekka pot would get too big and all that stuff. Um, And then it's just been sitting in soil for three months and not doing anything. Lost the original leaf that I got with the cutting. So I'm sitting there like, did I kill this? Did I not kill it? Is it rotting? Not really. Not that I can see. And it's finally started to put out a new leaf so Ooh, do do tie constellations rot very easily no not as easily i guess as albos do i think quote it comes unquote, down to people's care yeah quote unquote i don't think it has anything to do with the plant but whenever i transfer something from like to soil i'm always worried that i'm going to rot it because i try to not shock it the other way i try not to dry it out too fast so that i tend to keep things wetter and then i'm worried that i'm going to rot it I so it's well draining mix and it's getting plenty of light yeah and it was and so it's just finally, I think it was just filling out the pot with roots and focused on that instead of growing leaves. Cool. Let's give our shout outs. Yeah. Okay. So we have some listeners that listen via a nude podcasting app. So they are able to send us boostograms and we have, we've gotten our few first few boostograms um, from Booberry right away. He was our very first one who sent us uh, 666 sats. Um, that is a form of cryptocurrency. If you're not aware we got from Mary Kate Ultra, we've got 7,676. From DeLorean, we got 1,234. Um, she says, hello there. And then Pitar sent us 1,100, uh, sorry, 1,111 sats. And he said, it's like a cock block, phrases you never thought you'd hear on a houseplant podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we thank, thank you, you so much for supporting the show. Um, you're, if you listen via new podcasting app, feel free to boost us if you'd like to, and we appreciate the support. What's the app called? New? Nude Podcasting. Nude? Yeah. 
N-U-D-E? I think so. No, I don't know. Don't. I'm not. I'm very new to this side of it, so I'm not sure. But, um, but, but if, you, if you know how to boost, you know how to boost. And you know what I'm talking about. I did put on our Instagram, like, what that means. Oh, cool. I did also throw, if people want to support us, we're not asking for money, but if you choose that you want to give us a little help along the way, I don't know. Yeah, like, if you like... sounds weird. Yeah, no, if you like the content that we're putting out there and you want to hear more of it, it helps. Just having, just covering the production costs and everything that we're doing to yeah. put this all together. We're looking at wanting to get some better equipment, things yeah, like Christine that. Yeah, Christine wants a soundboard. Yeah, so we have the Boostergrams and I also started a PayPal too. All of that is linked in the Instagram. Um, and if you don't want to, if you're not able to support us financially, we have an email also, if you want to send us pictures for show art, if you want to send us like comments, questions, concerns, ideas for topics, yeah, questions, yeah, yeah, anything, or just leave us a review and tell your friends about us that, I mean, that alone is great. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, but thank you to those folks who did already contribute. That really means a lot. And, um, yeah, and we'll be, we'll be continuing to put out hopefully good, like fun content into the future. Yeah. And if yeah. you want to join our discord community, uh, you can find the link on our Instagram page. Uh, get in on that. We'll share some pictures from plants we talked about during the episode and you get to chat with us and about plants. Awesome. Love it. Cool. Well, well, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Stay rough. Bye-bye. Bye. What? <laughs> I'm just laughing. At- oh my God. <laughs> <laughs>